0: radio influence .com. as america's zone coach premier thought leader and the world's number one coach of champions jim Fannin is the go-to person he has guided the careers of the best pro athletes from 10 sports and business executives from 50 industries he has coached individuals families Relationships, and students in simplifying and balancing their lives for more than 40 years. From winning Wimbledon, the World Series, and a gold medal, to losing 68 pounds, saving lost marriages, or overcoming financial ruin.
1: Hello, everybody. This is Jim Fannin. Welcome to the Jim Fannin Show.
2: I'm fired up today. I am, too. My name is Seth, by the way, Jim's sidekick and producer here on America's Most Positive Podcast, where we deconstruct peak performers and give you the tools you need to have your best day, your best month, your best year ever. Well, this is about being in a
1: zone mindset, which definitely impacts the body. But that's a purposeful, calm feeling that nothing can go wrong. And that's waking up every day positive. That's going to sleep every day positive. And the zone, Seth, it's real. As you and I uh, right here at the microphones, it's real. It's a real phenomenon. And uh, there's a lot of people in the zone. And unfortunately, there are many
2: people that are not in the zone. So, Jim, before we check out who is and isn't on the, in the zone, what's on your mind? What's going on with you? Well, I had a thought this
1: weekend and it's been bouncing around my brain like a pinball machine. Um, May I use you as a getting pig on this? Let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kind of throwing you maybe a curveball here. Uh, Even though this is America's most positive show, Seth, I I want you to go dark just for a second. I I want you to uh, picture in your mind, I'm going to guide you here. I'm going to name a part of your life and I want you to pull out What's negative, And maybe there's nothing. And if there's n- nothing negative, you don't have one negative thought, then just dismiss it and we'll go on to something else. But I-, I want you to play this movie in your mind. Your significant other. And that's your personal relationship. Maybe it's something small. Maybe something's nagging. Maybe you'd like something to be better. I don't know. But I want you to have that thought. I know you're going to be a new father. Uh, you-, you may have some uh, fears and some Question marks and some anxieties about that. Put that in your mind. Again, I, I'm apologizing, Seth. Uh, personal finance. May, maybe you don't have the money you want, or maybe you don't have the money you need. Uh, where are you going to live? Uh, you know, m- maybe you want to change locations. Maybe you want a beach house. I don't know, but your current situation, picture it if it's not to your liking. Something that's not going as well as you would like. Maybe that kitchen needs to be remodeled. Uh, And then think about your friends. Maybe there's a negative friend that keeps dumping negatives on you. You know, oh, this tastes like crap. Uh, Here, try it, Seth. You know, that kind of mental stuff. And we all have a doom and gloom friend, or we've had a doom and gloom friend. And then go to your family. Maybe there's some internal conflicts. Think about whatever's negative there. Think about whatever is negative about your mom, your dad. And then uh, go to any other aspect of your life, your career. You know, maybe there's something that uh, is not going as well as you would like. So you got that movie, and I, I've really caused you to think, oh my goodness, in a negative way. And if you're listening, you can join me right along with Seth, play that movie. Now, let's project, and, and suppose you don't change anything. You don't make any adjustments. You just keep everything the way it is, and those negatives are a little more pronounced, a little more profound in your thoughts. Now, it's 60 months from now. That's like a long-term lease on a car. You know, it goes by pretty quickly. Yeah. And now 10 10 years from now, 20 years from now, let's take all this movie, these negative movies, and, and let's project them 30 years from now. Will you have a longer life? Will you have better health? Will you have better relationships? Will you be thinking less? Will you be thinking more? And how will those thoughts impact everybody around you, including your new child? And um, and now let's reverse it. Now let's go back. Let's throw out all those movies. Let's uh, burn them in a in a pile over here. Set them on fire. Get rid of them. And now let's do it over again. Your significant other. I want you to see the greatest relationship that you've ever had in your mind parenthood that's a life changer that's a game changer see the greatest moment of your life i know it's a big responsibility but you relish it you can't wait for it you're going to take this role as a champion dad now see your family see them happy not not just at thanksgiving christmas see blissfulness and see them thriving see them successful Let's go to your friends, see maybe some new friends or maybe a negative friend that you flipped and turned them into somebody really positive and they've changed and, and, and they thank you for helping them change their life by your words, your deeds, your actions. Now let's go to your bank account. It is brimming. It's flush with cash. You've got more than you need. You've got what you want. Now let's see where you're living. And you're living in maybe a bigger house. Maybe, maybe it's a smaller house, but maybe it's better for you. I don't know where it is, but you're seeing it in an amazing way. And now let's look at your wellness. You feel great. You wake up every morning. You feel positive. You've got a breath of fresh air. You've got just this great physical well-being. And let's project that five years from now. That's going to change a lot of people's lives. You know, most of us have about 50 people in our inner circle. That's not a lot of people, but the, it's those people that you've let in. And, and some, you had no choice, you know, like mom and dad. You know, we, we can't get rid of mom and dad. They're there, or your siblings, but you've allowed them into the inner sanctum of your mind, and, and you see everything so positive five years in the future. 10 years in the future. 30 years from now, you have longer, longer lifespan. You've just blown away what the actuaries say the end of life should be. Now, you're, you're going into 100 years old, 125 years old, and you're rock climbing. And you're doing things with your grandkids. And you're coaching their little league team as a grandfather or great-grandfather. Now, here you are. You're at a crossroad. I can go down this one path that Jim talked about initially, and I can project myself down that pathway with these few negatives. Wow, what would my life be like? It's kind of like, you know, the movie It's a Wonderful Life, you know? When you really go back and see how your life could be. And now you project yourself an extreme positive thinker, a zoniac, if you will. How about that pathway? So, Seth, which one which one are you going to choose today?
2: <laughs> I think I'm going to go with the second one. It's funny. That's a, the first time you'd ever asked me to go a little negative. And the almost, you know, coming up on a year that we've done the Jim Fannin show, an example I thought of when I was going through that was uh, kind of a, one of those funny news stories that hits about a woman in Europe that put the wrong thing in her GPS crossed multiple countries without turning around. Wow.
1: <laughs> multiple countries. She left without- her own
2: country. You know, Europe's a pretty compacted place. And she, by the time she got into the third country, she realized there was probably something pretty wrong. And when when you're just programming yourself with negativity, you're putting the wrong destination in your mind's GPS and you're just kind of driving there on autopilot.
1: And we're creating our blueprint every day with our thoughts. We really are. And we may have a blueprint in writing. You may have read the blueprint book and go, all right, I get that. That's awesome. I'm going to do that. But the real blueprint is the inner dialogue that you have with your best friend, you. Seth, you got to be your best friend. Jim, I got to be my own best friend. And, and you need to love you and respect you. That means you respect what you put in your body. You respect that, well, I need more sleep. So get more sleep. This is a proactive way to live your life. And it's possible to live in, on, or around that purposeful, calm zone state. And I I really think when you you choose that pathway, and that's what the show is all about, when you choose that pathway, you're going to have a feeling there's no place I'd rather be than where I am right now. Even if you're in a place you may not want to be, You can look at it in the most positive way Is there's a lot of lessons to learn here. This is going to help me and help my kid, my grandkid, be the best that they can be. And that's a a, a life that when you have the P-R-O-B-L-E-M, the problems, which I have disdain for even saying, you start looking at the negatives as challenges that inspire you and motivate you uh, to be your genuine, authentic best self. So, again, uh, I will apologize for having you think of those negative movies, uh, you know, that, that uh, inner dialogue that doesn't play really well. But it, it, it's those thoughts, set that not only can change the course of your life, but 50, 100, 1,000, 10,000 other people that you influence or don't influence in a positive or negative way. When you start and think about that, it's pretty amazing uh, the dynamic and power of one or a collection of a few thoughts. And of course, when you play a negative thought over and over and over and you put it on a loop like a movie, it has a negative impact on your body. And that's something else I've been thinking about, Um, you know, I, i I have someone that I know personally, uh, someone that I could walk to where they live. And it's someone that has said to me, I wish I was dead. I'm like, Oh my gosh. I don't don't know if you've ever been around someone that's actually said that, but the way they said it, not to be taken out of context, but in the whole scope of that conversation, I took them very seriously. And, And it, it bothered me to the point of action where I went on the offense and go, well, wait a minute, what, what, what's going on? Now, the bottom line is this person had a traumatic incident in her life. Uh, a son who died in a car accident, single car accident. She was on the phone uh, with this person um, prior to the accident talking to them on the phone as the person's driving back to see her. And she felt some responsibility as a mom, as moms do. And she kept replaying this negative over and over and over and over. Then she verbalized it. I, I don't want to be alive. I, I wish I was dead. Months went by, not many. Less than six months went by. Would this replay over and over, morning, night, really change this person? And then all of a sudden, breast cancer. The subconscious mind does not know the difference between fantasy and reality. Your subconscious mind that controls all bodily functions, breathing, manufacturing blood in the bone marrow, growing cells, repairing cells. Our immune system activated, inactivated, stronger, weaker. It impacts all of this. Our heart rate, digesting food, taking minerals, vitamins, extracted from the food to to the major organs of the body. What you think can definitely impact your body in a physical way. Now, that's the bad news. What's the good news? With positive thinking, with positive imagery, you can get rid of a cold before it really impacts you in a negative way. I've trained all the athletes, all the executives that I coach to do that, to even recover from an accident, a physical traumatic Sprained ankle, uh, ACL that needs repair in someone's knee, getting rid of cancer, putting it in remission. positive thoughts can eradicate that and and really create super healing, but negative thoughts can put you in the very place where you probably really, really, really don't want to go. You know, one out of twenty people. Uh, in in our country uh, have psychosomatic thoughts.
2: I've actually never heard this term before. So what what does that mean exactly? Uh,
1: That's basically thinking yourself uh, to sickness and um, how the mind can actually affect physical disease. Uh, The mind can get you a faster heart rate, uh, palpitations, heart palpitations. It can cause you to feel sick. It can even cause you to shake and have tremors. We, we know it can cause us to sweat. I'm thinking about something. <laughs> I'm sweating profusely. It's that thought in my mind that caused the sweating. Dry mouth. Well, that probably happened to a few people last week at the Masters. Chest pain. It can cause that. Headaches, a knot in your stomach. And we know that it can increase your breathing past the 20 breath per minute danger zone. Uh, and you get up to 30, and you can even hyperventilate. I mean, we have so much information on the Internet that how many people have a headache, and they go on the Internet, oh, my gosh, I have a brain tumor. I got a brain tumor. I got a headache. You know, I, I'm on the cell phone all the time. I knew it. I, I'm, I'm on the cell too much. Oh, I've got this bruise. I keep getting bruises. And then I... You know, I Google bruising. Oh, my gosh, I, I think I have leukemia. What? Or I'm slightly nauseous. I think I have ulcers. You know, I'm stressed out. Oh, but I don't have a heart attack. What? What's up with that? We, we can cause all of these things to happen. Again, hypochondria impacts one out of 20 Americans. About 5% of doctors' visits were in the person's mind. Had nothing to do with them being ill at all. It's just we think ourselves into illness, but we can think ourselves into wellness as well. And I'm not saying don't go to the doctor. No, I'm not saying that. Go to the doctor, get regular checkups, be proactive. But we need to think about what we think about. And again, there's so much information. We have any little symptom, we can go online and and then project ourselves into being really really sick, and, uh, and I've seen it firsthand of those afflictions that you think you might have manifesting themselves into reality, just like uh, my, my friend all of a sudden has uh, breast cancer, has a breast removed, and she had no, no traces of it before, uh, she had no um, family history of it, how did that happen? The mind, the subconscious mind, is unbelievably powerful, and it's like a double-edged sword. It'll cut both ways, positive and negative. We need to think about, you know, we're all awake, Seth, but are we all aware? And I think uh, one of the awarenesses, we need to be aware of what are we thinking? I mean, I I think we've become a a nation that uh, is stressed. We are so stressed. You know, there was a report by the American Psychological Association, uh, a survey done last year at the end, end of last year. Most common sources of stress, and if we don't manage stress, and that's when negative energy backs up like a commode, and where does it go? Well, it doesn't go into the skeleton system. It doesn't go into the organs. It goes into the muscles. And it tightens our jaw, it tightens our shoulders, it tightens our lower back, uh, it tightens our, our chest muscles. Uh, we have less circulation, less oxygen to the brain, uh, and it can be very negative. And in this survey, the future of our nation, number one on the list in this survey. Second, money, 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 money. The lack of money, the need for money. Oh, my gosh, I got so many bills. Oh, no, my mortgage is a variable interest. Interest rates are probably going up. I just heard the Fed's going to go up. That must mean my, oh, no, you know, oh, my goodness. I I don't think I'll be able to afford my mortgage. What happens when my money runs out and I'm 70? I haven't planned, you know. Social Security's not going to, money. Money was number two on the list. Work, what you do at work. Do you love what you do? Are you taking the stress not only at work? Are you bringing it at home and putting it in the other arenas of your life? The current political climate pretty divisive. That was four on the list, and then violence and crime. So, what do you do? What do you do about this? Uh, I think we need to immunize ourselves. Probably stay off the internet. Uh, Most of us are looking at our cell phones on a regular basis at Our social media feeds, Uh, most of the news is not always positive. Uh, I think we can limit that. We can stay away from negative people. But what what we really can do, Seth, is get a blueprint of what you want, not a blueprint of what you don't want. I think it starts there, and I, I think it's really making a commitment to positivity. That's the whole purpose of this show. It is. I, I've seen America in the last 20 years go from positive thinking, and, and of course, we had less information coming at us, and now we have more information coming at us at more than any time in the history of mankind. And we need to filter some of this information, uh, we need to avoid some of this information. And we need to get back and look in the mirror, really. I I think this is a mirror, M-I-R-R-O-R, mirror. I I, I say that like I'm from uh, Eastern Kentucky. (laughs) You got to look in the mirror, Jimmy. You got to look in the mirror. But you do. You need to look in the mirror every morning and think about what you want and also think about what you think about.
2: And, of course, Jim, maybe somebody's out there saying, but I catch myself sometimes thinking really negative and i want to change it and there's good news there is that you can always use what jim calls the reboot reboot tool yeah you can reboot
1: And, and this is pretty simple uh unless you're driving close your eyes unhinge your jaw uh take about six deep breaths long exhales and just see a clean blank dark screen of space in your mind like you're looking at a blackboard an empty space And just turn your brain off. And then after that reboot, uh, I've seen athletes reboot during the World Series, during the Masters. In fact, a lot of golfers rebooted last week during the Masters. Turn your brain off once you have a negative thought. The other thing is the replacement tool. Have a replacement ready for what you want. And so, when you have a negative thought, you can definitely reboot to extract it, but you can also replace it for something you want. And I, I like the replacement tool a lot. Um, and we know that every thought that you have triggers reactions. So, each thought has three simultaneous reactions one, there's physical. So, I have a negative thought, a sad thought about, oh gosh. I got somebody in my family that's not feeling well and they got sick and they actually passed away and it was traumatic and I just keep replaying it. Uh, All of a sudden, my body language is going to reflect that sadness of that thought that I had. Simultaneous to a physical reaction, of course, the flip side, and you tell me a funny story and I start laughing. You'd say, wow, Jim's laughing. He's got a smile. He's having a good time. And I'm having a physical reaction to every thought. But I can also simultaneously have an emotional reaction. So the way it works, Seth, is I have a positive thought, and it's something that really puts a smile on my face. Through the synapse of my nervous system, through the neurons, the synapse that connect the neurons, that positive image triggers natural body chemistry. To actually give me the feeling of happiness or sadness or whatever that emotion might be. But every emotion that you have is a reaction to a thought you had. You don't like how you feel, Seth. You got to change your behavior right then, right now. Just change it. How do you do that? Uh, Stand up taller. uh, Lift your head up. Do the light switch, which is with your head up, it'll be very difficult to replay a negative. It'll be very difficult to worry with your chin above parallel. And and then there's a third reaction to every thought, and that's a psychic or intuitive vibe. And the good news is every thought you have is being broadcast. You're readable, physically readable, emotionally readable. And, and now you know that you're intuitively readable, and moms are great at that. Uh, my mom was awesome. She always said a little bird told me. I always wonder, where, where is that bird? And, I keep looking for it. <laughs> where's, my, where's my BB gun? No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not one to shoot birds. But I, that little bird, I always wondered, how, how did my mom know? She had that intuitive vibe uh, about what I was thinking. Really uncanny. Uh, and, and if you're a mom or, or a dad, and... You get it. You get a vibe that eh, I need to call my kid. You know, I, I don't, something's up. You just know, act on it because it's real. Intuition is real-time information that conscious minds do not have. So there you are, Seth. Um, this is a double-edged sword. Whatever you think uh, can trigger trigger chemistry that makes you feel sad, but it also has an impact on Everybody around you, everybody around you, and um, we see this in sports all the time. All the time, we see a team that on paper they can't miss. They've got the statistics, they've got the pedigree, they've got the experience, but they fail. Why is that? Uh, it could be one of the twenty-five on a on a uh, a roster or. Uh, a a smaller roster in basketball. It could be one or two naysayers. It could even be an assistant coach. It could be the head coach. It could be your star player. Now you're really in trouble if it's your star. But negative thinking not only impacts you in a physical way, it impacts everybody around you. And um, I've been saying this to my uh, son-in-law, and, man, it, it, this guy has stepped up. I, I knew he would, but not at this level. He is the greatest dad. Right now, we'll we'll see. We'll 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 judge him when uh, my grandson turns eighteen. We'll judge him and my daughter. But he's changed everything about him, and he knows that he needs to lead my grandson with extreme positivity. And if you look at all the pictures, my, my, my grandson's laughing in all of them. And I, I look at uh, uh, my daughter and my stepson and go, way to go. Kudos to you. And I, I think as parents, uh, we need to lead by example. Because this all plays into everything that we do, every part of our life. Think about what you want. Stop thinking about what you don't want. Is it that simple? Well, you got free will. I can think anything I want. I'm on the air. I can say anything I want. You know, First Amendment. But I need to think about what I think about.
2: That's what's really impacting my future. You know, Jim, just today, for the first time, I thought, what is the opposite of a blueprint? And I would have said probably a few months ago, well, the opposite of a blueprint is probably just not having a blueprint. Now I think more of the opposite of a blueprint is it
1: chaos? Well, it is chaos, Seth, and and, and of course that's a negative blueprint. Uh, let me give you a statistic based on our research at Jim and Brands. Sixty percent of the average person's thoughts, and just to put that in perspective, most people have between two and three thousand thoughts a day, the time you get up and the time you go to bed. Sixty percent, way more than half of your thoughts are in natural chaos. Think about right now, before you turned on the Jim Fannin show, the 30 minutes before you actually turned on to listen to this particular podcast, what were you thinking? More than likely, those thoughts in that 30 minutes were coming every 10, 15 seconds. You know, you can hold a thought obviously longer and you definitely have a thought shorter, but... You know, the average thought, and of course that's been shortened over the years, a lot of people are in the nine seconds per thought, but how many thoughts did you have about different subjects and they didn't have any rhyme or connectivity, they weren't thread in one uh, positive feed, and those thoughts were based on what you saw, what you heard, the past, or what's going to happen into the future. Boom, boom, like a pinball machine. You start thinking about this, then you think about that. I can't believe she said that. Oh, I've got to call Bob at two o'clock. Oh my goodness, I, I forgot to get my laundry. I've got to go back and get it. I forgot, you know, I walked right out of, I walked right by it. Why? Oh, I was on the phone. And next thing you know, you've got a chaotic life. Throw in a couple of trauma situations in one of your life arenas and your whole mind could be turned upside down. Now unwittingly, and you could pass a lie detector, I am the most positive person on the planet. But if we did that printout and we could go through it line item by line, sentence by sentence, phrase by phrase, word by word, no, you're not. You're not the most positive person. It's negative. And, and some things that we believe are positive are actually negative. For example, oh, oh, I can't believe I can't fit into these pair of pants. This is ridiculous. They're so expensive. I love these pants. Right, I, I'm i joining the gym. I've had it. I, I'm i getting in shape. I'm going to change my food intake. You know, no more sweets. I'm done. I'm doing it. I'm getting in shape. Now, this kind of talk seems positive in my mind. You know, I'm being proactive. What goes on the screen of space is really crucial. Does the screen of space show a fat guy that can't get into a pair of pants? Maybe it does. Or does it show a six-pack guy who's got a lot of room in those pants and he looks smoking in them. He looks great in them. Which image did you put in your own mind? Now think about this. The subconscious, which really is the puppeteer here, controlling bodily function, breathing, heart rate, blood pressure, all those things, stress or no stress. It's like a a little person, man or woman, sitting in a swivel chair watching the images of each of your 2,000 thoughts a day. And then when something's repeated, positive or negative, subconscious doesn't care, positive or negative, watching on the screen of space repeatedly, especially at nighttime, And again, the little person in the chair that's watching the image of every thought, he's 24-7. He's Denny's. He's always open. He's cooking every single day. After enough of those repetitions, positive or negative, he's going to say or she's going to say, I manifest this into its physical equivalent, even if it's bad for Jim or Seth. I'm doing it. And it will cause coincidence. It'll cause synchronicity. It'll cause you to go down the wrong path, say the wrong thing, do the right thing, go down the right path. That's up to you. It's up to you. We're all awake. We're not all aware. And self-awareness is the key to being your genuine, authentic, best self. Now, the other key, Seth, is to have proactive active visualization instead of chaotic visualization. Never have a day you haven't already had. Last night, I visualized a positive awesome show with you, Seth. I'm fired up. And I woke up ready to rock and roll. And and I had something on my mind and I already pictured the show. I have never had a show I haven't already done. And you got to picture what you want. I, I didn't picture I need a haircut or I'm going to the cleaners. I didn't picture that last night. I pictured macro things that I want to accomplish. And um, let's say you want to be 185 pounds. And let's say you're not 185 pounds. Let's say you're north of 200 pounds, okay? And I see myself 185 How do you take this information and be and manifest what you want? The night before, picture in your mind exactly what you're eating the next day. I'm having this for breakfast. Yummy. I'm having this as a snack. Okay. I'm having this for lunch. I got it. I'm having this as another snack. Yes, curb my appetite. And I'm seeing this for a nice, healthy, balanced dinner i'm ready see it if you can taste it in your mind that's even better now the odds on you being ambushed by gosh those crispy creams look
2: so good the hot donut sign is on when i'm driving by it must be a sign oh it's (laughs) flashing hello jimmy drive in here
1: have a donut. It's not going to hurt you. One donut. Now, if you've already visualized what you want, you'll pass that sign. But if you haven't, you could easily be ambushed. Also, gosh, I need to exercise more. So what, what went on the screen in space? A guy that's using the treadmill to hang his clothes on. I'm not exercising. So the night before, visualize working out. See it as if it's so. See it as it will be. How long does this take? Um, A couple of minutes. Put that flash. Really, a couple of minutes. In fact, the score success system, the entire thought management system, trust me on the math here, if you sleep eight hours a night, you're awake 112 hours a week. So, Seth, would you invest no more than 3% Of your waking hours to be your genuine, authentic, best self. Would you do that? Absolutely. So let's put that into hours. A little over three hours a week. Not at once. You don't have to take off the morning or the afternoon. This is 10 seconds here, 30 seconds there, 90 seconds probably at the most. To be your genuine, authentic, best self to think about only what you want in your life as opposed to what you don't want in your life. And this is also picturing people that are negative in your life, seeing them positive, positive. Gosh, he's such an idiot. I can't believe he's on my team. He's always screwing up. I'm always getting negative reports. I'm getting so many customer complaints. And I'm picturing this guy as a screw-up, a guy that's not disciplined, he's not focused. And that's how I picture him. As a leader, is that going to help that guy? Is that really going to help that guy? No, he's going to feel the vibe of you thinking negative. He may try even harder. He may do something even worse by trying, try, T-R-Y, to ruin yourself. Or you're hoping he'll just quit or he'll just go away or she, or whomever it is on your team. The great leader sees everybody on his team successful. Now, sometimes you got to look that person in the eye and say, listen, here's point A, here's point B, let's go to B, because I'm seeing you doing this, this, and this in a positive way. You're an integral part of something greater than yourself. You got 90 days to make this happen. 90 days and what do i do and i memorialize it what do i do at the end of 90 days uh i commend this person or they got to go what happens when they go when they fire uh i hired them very poorly or i trained them very poorly fingers got to go come right back to me when you fire somebody But we can be influencers of thought to change a team, to change a company, to change a community, to change a state, a city. Seth, we can change a city. I'm doing this. I am going to Ashland, Kentucky. I'm giving four talks to high schools, open to the public talk on April 30th. At the Highland Museum, I'm going to be at Paul G. Blazer High School. On the 1st, I, I, I'm going to be at Boyd County High School, Graham County High School, Russell High School. I, I'm, I'm going to deliver the goods. I, I'm going to write articles, articles for the paper, and I'll, I'll do more talks. We can do better, America, but we need to look in the mirror. That's why we need to look at. And talk and think about what we talk and think about. We need to be aware of that. Then we can help our neighbor. Then we can help our neighborhood. Then we can help an entire community. But it starts with one day of positive thinking. So I'm challenging all the listeners right now. Tomorrow, whatever day you're listening to this podcast, whatever year you're listening to this podcast, tomorrow, Commit to extreme positivity. Can you do it? Can you go one day? And, and the only way I believe you can do that is tonight. And if you're listening to this podcast before you're going to sleep, can you commit right now before you shut your eyes to extreme positivity one day? Let's talk about your eyes, Twenty twenty vision. Uh, we need that uh, in life but we need it literally with our eyes. Simple Contacts is the most convenient way to renew your contact lens prescription and reorder your brand of contacts from anywhere, and you can do this in minutes. So it's vision care for the 24th century. Why didn't I think of this? It's an app. So instead of heading to the doctor every single year to renew your prescription for something you wear every day, just take a few minutes out of your day Do it on your own time, do it on your own times. So here's how it works. You need to renew your prescription. Take a five-minute, five-minute vision test from your phone or computer. It's reviewed by a licensed doctor. You receive a new prescription, and then you reorder your contacts. So again, all you need is your current contacts, an internet connection, and about 10 feet of space to take the test. And the good news, all my listeners, you get $30 off your contacts at simplecontacts.com forward slash Fannin, F A N N I N. So that's simplecontacts.com, S I M P L E C O N T A C T S dot com forward slash Fannin, F A N N I N. Or you can just use the code Fannin, F A N N I N, at the checkout. This isn't a replacement for your periodic full eye exam. So we all need a, a periodic full eye health exam. This is not a replacement for that. So they only test that the current prescription still helps you see 2020 and renew that prescription. So they don't write new prescriptions or examine your eye health. This is pretty, uh, pretty amazing. Seth, how come I didn't think of this? this? What an app. This is great. And you know what? We're so busy. And, of course, you know if you have contacts, that's a daily thing. Uh, this really takes less than five minutes to do. Pretty amazing technology. So go to simplecontacts.com forward slash Fannin. That's S-I-N-P-L-E-C-O-N-T-A-C-T-S dot com forward slash F-A-N-N-I-N. Fannin, or you can simply, at checkout, put in Fannin as the promo code. You know, the last negative day I had, Seth, occurred in Ashland, Kentucky, 1962 to be exact, November the 8th to be exact, and I'm at the funeral of my best friend. And I've told this story, I'm not sure on air, I think I have told it on air, but that was a negative day for me. I'm 15. My best friend was 16. He dies. I was with him right when he dies. He had Hodgkins. My best friend. I loved him. He was so funny. Oh, my God. He cracked me up, man. He cracked me up so much. <laughs> we laughed every single day. But on that day, whether it was real or imagined, I felt A presence, I heard a voice, never have a bad day again. And I pledged that day that I would honor my best friend by laughing every day. No matter what happened, no matter if death walked into my life again from someone I cared about or loved, or whatever happens in a negative way for me physically, or personally, or financially, whatever it was then I would still look at it in a positive way. That's over 20,000 days in a row. Over 20,000. So when somebody said, wow, this is difficult, yes, it is. But I think the difficulty is getting started. It's getting started. That's why I'm so excited about my book. Not not that I wrote a book. That's not the point of writing a book. When I sat down to write it, I, I thought, what do I want the reader to think about when they finish the book and more importantly what do I want the reader to do to change their life we got free will that's the most amazing asset free will you mean Mandela can be in prison for decades and still be positive enough to come out and lead a country wow that is so amazing But you know what? Why not you? Why not you? Change your family. Change your company. Change your community. Change your neighborhood. Change your state. You want to change your country in a big way? Run for senator. Run for Congress. Run for mayor. Do it. Do it. Do it in the most positive way that you can and do it for the right reasons. America, it's time to be in the zone. America, let's get in the zone. It's a great country. We have a lot of opportunities, but the biggest thing that we have that we can exercise, and I've traveled all over the world more than any place, and I love being in cabs, I love being in limos, talking to everybody that's foreign. It's amazing. You know, where, where are the Americans in those jobs? You don't see very many of them. You really don't. What's amazing? Everybody that comes here from a foreign country has hope. And they know one thing for sure about America. I got free will and I can exercise it. That's pretty amazing. What a great place to be alive. What a great place to live where you can have freedom of thought. Um, that fires me up every single day. Well, let's talk about who's in the zone. Because, I i mean, last week, Patrick Reed winning the Masters first time, you were in the zone. You could have easily choked your brains out on that one. I, I watched the entire Masters. Um, it's pretty amazing to me uh, when you look at it that a, uh, Rory McElroy was not in the zone. I felt Rory choked. Uh, I think you'll learn from that. This is one of the greatest players uh, in my lifetime that I've seen. But you could see his demeanor uh, diminish, his uh, physical energy diminish. And Patrick Reed, who, who he was playing with, did not. He really sequestered himself in his own mind and really stayed focused on the task at hand. And he had a plan, and he stuck to it. So I've got to take my hat off to Patrick Reed. There's a lot of people that have said negative things about Patrick. Uh, I I know that he left college, Georgia, in a negative way. Uh, But I do know he went to uh, the University of Augusta. used to be called Augusta State. Uh, Won two national titles there. I coached a player on that team, so I know... All those negative things. But the only negative thing I've ever heard about this Masters winner is that he was confident, overconfident, uh, and thought about himself. Well, guess what? It's a selfish sport. There's no team in golf uh, outside of the Ryder Cup. And what a great uh, Ryder Cup player Patrick Reed has been. They called him Captain America. And so kudos to him, Uh I think he's pretty impressive. I want to say one more thing. I thought Ricky Fowler was in the zone. Man, can this guy play. He had his uh, dreamsicle outfit on, his Puma hat with a big P, uh, putting that brand out into the air. But he played masterfully. This guy, I believe, is going to win a major sooner than later. I I really hope he does. The young... uh, Golfers of the world love Ricky Fowler. This guy's a rock star. And then I look at Speeth for the Masters was not in the zone Thursday and Friday. Uh did not have his best. 9 shots down. No one's ever come back from that. And he tied it up. I think that's one of the greatest comebacks. He fell one shot short of the Masters record. Uh he shot uh, uh you know w- one shot off of that record. Uh, I thought he was going to make it, and then Spieth got to the very last hole, a birdie. He could have won this thing. Pretty amazing. Greatest comeback maybe in sports. it would be right up there with a lot of them. What did he do? Uh, He he hit a tree on that tee shot. That's a daunting tee shot, by the way. It, It looks like threading the eye of a needle. It's very, very narrow, and amazingly, he blamed the tree. (laughs) <laughs> he actually blamed the tree. And uh, I, I thought he had had a little choke moment there, uh, but uh, I still give kudos to Spieth for what an amazing uh, uh, comeback he did, mounted that attack. He's going to win many more majors. Let's go to uh, baseball.
2: Shohei Otahi. The Angels. Holy cow. There's this maybe we'll call it limiting behavior, that if you're a pitcher, why would you even try to hit the ball? I mean, nobody's been good at hitting the ball and pitching since Babe Ruth, so it's probably not going to be you. Uh, 19,
1: 1921 to be exact, no one's done what he did over the uh, over last weekend.
2: So he throws an amazing game, comes out, hits a, hits a home run at his first at-bat the next day.
1: And then he hits another home run off of a Cy Young Award winner the next day after that. And another home run, about 459 feet. This guy throws a 97-mile, 100-mile-an-hour fastball. Yikes. If that's not scary enough, he's got a split-finger fastball that looks like it's dropping off of a tabletop. And that's devastating. He struck out so many guys, had a perfect game his last outing going into the seventh inning. Very impressive uh, will he stay uh, a two way star? Uh, pitching? Yes. Hitting? Probably. Uh, the jury's still out on there to see if he can get that consistency. But he's got power. Uh, and not since Babe Ruth 1921 has anyone ever won a game and then the next game hit, hit a home run. He did that in the first inning. Very, very impressive. Let me tell you one more thing a little side note to get into baseball just a little bit. Uh, one of the bugaboos about him uh, was uh, he couldn't hit a curveball because there weren't great curveballs in Japan where he played. And uh, he made an adjustment. A lot of people didn't realize it or notice it, but he had a big step into the ball, uh, and a curveball really could impact that in a negative way. And uh, so he went, instead of a, a a big step into a little toe tap, and, of course, his first home run was off of a curveball. He struggled with that in spring training, hitting the curve, and his first home run was off a curve. So when I see a guy making a subtle adjustment like that, I'm like, wow. That's the mark of a champion. Uh, we, we all can't perform great every day. We can't, it's, it's tough to be in the zone every day. But the champion adjusts and adapts, and that's what he's done. So what a great... Uh, Uh, Performance he had. On a negative note, John Carlos Stanton last week not in the zone, booed at Yankee Stadium, 0 for 7, five strikeouts, five strikeouts before. Uh, Even though he had two home runs in his first game, uh, Yankee Stadium is a pretty brutal place to play. They love you, they hate you. I'm an expert at that, coaching A Rod there, who's been booed at Yankee Stadium as much as any visitor. Uh, and of course, uh, that's turned to cheers. So, John uh, Carlo, if you're listening, uh, give me a call, and uh, we'll we'll talk about getting in the zone under that kind of scrutiny and pressure. When he was at the Marlins, there'd be five, six uh, reporters at his uh, locker after the game uh, in Yankee Stadium. You got fifty, sixty reporters, and they're brutal, asking very, very in depth questions about your performance. So uh, keep your head about you. Stay in the zone. You're one of the all-time top uh, sluggers in the game. Uh, I I really believe he'll right this week and get back into a zone state. He's still incredibly dangerous, especially with that short porch in right field.
2: I'm going to go ahead and hop over to the NBA and call back to when we were talking about the start of the NBA season last October. And I I just kind of said, I think some of these sports writers are crazy. They're saying it's a done deal, NBA Finals. Cavs-Warriors, again, what a boring season it's going to be. And I just said, I I think that's a long season. There's a lot of good players right now. That's maybe something I'm not going to co-sign on. And the reason I didn't want to do that is because I was hoping that we would get to see something like this. Philadelphia 76ers are on a 14-game winning streak They without their star.
1: In bed, without their star center, Ben Simmons, Rookie of the Year. Hello, Uh, This guy is having triple-doubles like uh, Westbrook uh, recently. He matched uh, LeBron James toe-for-toe in that last game against the Cavaliers. And then you look at Toronto. This could be a Houston-Toronto, Houston Sixers. Uh, I would have said Celtics, but losing Kyrie Irving, uh, that's going to be a tough thing to over... Well, they've lost two stars now. Uh, and Hayward and uh, uh, Kyrie Irving. But uh, you're right. I I think the NBA playoffs going to be very interesting. Seth Curry, uh, however, uh, will come back at some point, hopefully, from this injury. Um, And and we're also seeing Oklahoma uh, scratching and clawing here at at the end to even make the playoffs. So um, NBA playoffs, uh, as always, is going to be really fun, exciting, very interesting. Uh, and also the baseball season. Uh, we're off to a fun start, uh, even though it's a little snowy in uh, Chicago. <laughs> I was going to say, maybe know, who's not in
2: the zone is whoever has to play the Cubs at home for <clears throat> an indeterminate amount of time.
1: Yeah, the thing about Chicago weather, if you don't like it, wait a while. <laughs> you know, it could change in 20 minutes. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be really interesting to as spring turns into summer, what the standings are in the Major League Baseball.
2: And one more arena we're going to stop by for who's in the zone. We're, we're going to give a shout out. I think the this zone performer has been on the show more than anybody else. Black Panther just uh, bypassed Titanic, which is their third or fourth uh, in the zone moment. And it just keeps going. Holy cow. And also A Quiet Place, new movie from uh, Z- John Krasinski and Emily Blunt, one of the best reviewed films of the year. And a $50 million take over the weekend, which is certainly nothing to sneeze at.
1: Uh, that movie, uh, I just spoke to uh, uh, Ryan Lidge, who's been on our show. He's in the Yankees organization. He graduated from Notre Dame as a, uh, a film major. He went and saw it over the weekend, so he <sighs> gave me a report. He, he thought it was one of the best written scripts uh, that, uh, that he's seen uh, materialize on air. Uh, he gave it thumbs up. Uh, so I'm looking forward to going and seeing it although I may have to see it uh, with a hand over my eye and a little crease so I can peek between, <laughs> between my fingers I you know when I when I see a scary movie said I I really get in the zone I'm actually there and it does scare me so uh, my subconscious doesn't know fantasy from reality <laughs> so, so the scary movies are so real in my own mind just because uh, uh, I can go there but i I think this movie's is a sleeper for sure and it's going to make a lot of money no question with a small budget and
2: of course these zone performers you can tap into the same tools that get people to peak performance and for the first time ever you can actually do that directly with jim there's been a waiting list for years even though jim's coached over 2500 clients in business and sports and entertainment. You know there's always been more people that have wanted coaching than you've been able to to offer and for the first time ever You can go to jim fannin right now f-a-n-n-i-n Jim go down to the section that says let jim change your life. You can book a one hour session Get over that obstacle get to the next level and achieve peak performance
1: I'm looking forward to helping uh, people. You know, it's a one hour one-off and uh, come prepared and um, I, I will make uh, strong recommendations and, um, you know, help you manifest the, your blueprint. Uh, I do recommend you, you maybe read the book and then, and then do it. Uh, but uh, there's no subject off limits. It's very confidential. You're not going to find yourself on, on, on our podcast by any stretch. And uh, speaking of that, if you do have a challenge and, and uh, maybe it's, you don't want to do the hour Drop us a line at askjim at jimfannon.com. I mean, give us a mailbox, uh, <laughs> a mailbag uh, shout out. Tell us what your challenge is, and again, I'm I'm going to give you coaching uh, the best of my ability.
2: And speaking of, you ready to go ahead and do a little mailbag?
1: Yeah, let's let's see what's in there.
2: Okay. Hey Jim, I've got a coworker in another department that doesn't report to me, and I don't have any control over who brings a lot of negativity to meetings. Been listening to the show for a little while now, but I'm just not sure what to do with this other than I know I have to change the situation. How can I do that?
1: I think a meeting uh, that already has a positive agenda, I'm looking at the leader of this meeting. So if this person's the leader of the meeting, send out the agenda. Uh, Let them know that you're looking for Positive solutions, make that up front, and if there is any negativity, and I look, I, I think if there is negativity, when you need to bring it, showcase it, inspect it, learn from it, so you can move on. But if it's constantly doom and gloom and constant negativity, uh, that is not productive. But I think whoever's leading the meeting needs to frame that meeting uh, before it ever starts. Never have a meeting. You haven't already had and you need to see that person. The other thing that you might want to do is walk across to the other department and just start talking about positive things and um, if it's impacting you. But if you're just one of the participants in the meeting, uh, the only thing I can tell you is uh, you could have a discussion with the leader, uh, but you got to stay positive no matter who brings the negativity. Don't buckle to uh extreme negativity don't go there
2: and so to go all the way back to the beginning of this episode those those positive movies on your mind in order to get there in order to keep staying positive you've got to be checking your score level and there's five elements to the score level that you've got to have your eyes on and just do a little check on yourself several times a day
1: well we we discovered in 1974 five markers that trigger natural body chemicals that can alter your mood and impact results. And these five markers have been proven over four decades, approaching five decades, that uh, together, simultaneously, if they're at a high level, the zone, that real purposeful, calm feeling that nothing can go wrong, your eyes double, triple shutter speed, giving you the illusion, everything's in slow motion, Uh, you're... Breathing's lower, your heart rate is solid, it's not out of control at all, Uh, your blood pressure is normal, Uh, skin sensitivity may be heightened a little bit, uh, but your body is in full uh, productivity, you'll have more strength, quickness, speed, agility. Uh, These five markers will bring that to you and attract that mind-body fusion. So, Get in your car, and you see, just like that uh, donut sign that's flashing, you're saying the sign, Zone Cafe, pull in right now. So, Seth, pull up. Uh, we're cooking in here. Do you want self-discipline, the willingness and commitment to stay with a task, to reach a well-defined goal? And if you do want that, notice that you're going to get with that some sides of Patience, stick strategy, tactics, that's not a bad little meal here. Self-discipline usually is an obstacle for most people being successful, so you'll have a blueprint. If that's what you need, we're going to bundle it up in a big plate full of this, and now you can take it and add it to your life. That may be the missing link. And by the way, you're responsible for all repairs of these five markers. And they form a dominant like chain that creates your overall overarching attitude. But maybe, Seth, maybe you need some concentration. Maybe you got too many balls you're juggling in the air. Maybe you're thinking too much future past. Maybe you need to lock in on one thing, only focus on that next step, that next step, that, you know, putting those steps together, put the blinders on and and have that ability to focus mental and physical energy on the task at hand if that's what you need we got a big bag of concentration you can take that with you add it to whatever uh, is your missing link if that's it but maybe maybe you're having seeds of doubt maybe your confidence is not at its all-time high maybe you choked in your last performance and you know you did you know you gagged you maybe even held your throat uh, as a sign of choking in a performance. So if you need more optimism, more confidence, higher self-esteem, what you think other people think about you, more belief, more expectancy, while you execute your blueprint, if you need that, you need to order a slab of optimism. And we got that. It's hot, hot, hot off the grill. So put that in your car and drive away if you need more optimism. But maybe, Seth, just maybe, maybe you need to chill out. Maybe you need to breathe a little bit deeper and a little bit longer, kind of lower your breathing. Maybe you need a little more peacefulness. Maybe you need a little more calm. Maybe you need to free yourself from worry, anxiety, and fear. If that's what you need, And you need to be more comfortable mentally and physically while you're executing these tasks. We've got a giant bucket of relaxation. It's here. Take that with you. But maybe, maybe you've been working too hard. Maybe you're on that treadmill. You know, and things one day turn into another day and they're all melting in together and you kind of wake up and go, you know what? I got no happiness. Uh, I got no pep in my step. I, I've, been, I've been chopping this tree of success with a dull ax. And I, I need a little more enjoyment, some pleasure, some satisfaction of executing these goals and the tasks that lead to them. That's going to take me to a vision. So if you need our happy meal, you need some enjoyment, we've got a big gulp drink. One big gulp out of that, it's going to put a smile on your face. So if that's what you need, take it. So Seth, what are you ordering?
2: You know what? I'm ordering optimism. I want to. I'm already six six. I think I'm ready to walk around like I'm six ten this week. Oh my goodness, <laughs> that is
1: terrifying. Uh, you, maybe you're the replacement for the sixer center challenges. <laughs> that would be awesome. Big Ben feeding you some uh, uh, some uh, easy buckets under the hole.
2: I'm up for it. And so there's five things on the menu. Jim, what are you ordering?
1: I I will tell you, in the last 48 hours, I have had 15 to 20 people dump some serious challenges on my plate, and I'm going to order a big, big happy meal of enjoyment so that I can share it. I'm going to share that meal. I, I want more enjoyment. I want even more dopamine flowing through my bloodstream. I want more smiles. I want more music. I want an overabundance of that. And I'm going to share it with everybody I meet this week. So I, I want some enjoyment so that I can have a picnic with everybody I'm talking to. Let's put down the blanket. Let's have a picnic of happiness.
2: And of course, this isn't your only stop at the Zone Cafe. You can come back. You can check your score system in your career, in your extracurricular activities, in your marriage, in your parenting, in your life as a friend. In your personal finance. And you can come back and you can order what you need in each arena.
1: And and remember, when you find that missing link, if you have one, that low aspect of these five markers... That may be all you need to get to that high level of S-C-O-R-E. And it, it works like a real quick domino-like chain. You know, I can be disciplined, and all of a sudden I get a, an email or I get a text, and no, I'm not disciplined. I, I'm off-road somewhere, maybe going down a dead-end street. Maybe I can be happy. My enjoyment level is at an all-time high, and I get some negative news. Maybe I am The epitome of optimism. And right now, you know, here it is, first week, April's already gone, first quarter. Maybe I'm getting my first quarter financial statement. You know, I've already paid some taxes to the government, paid a little state tax, paid my personal tax. And all of a sudden, I get my P&L statement of how my company did. I've been awesome. And I look at it and go, what? Are you kidding me? So, it doesn't take a lot for some people and for a lot of people and for most people to take us out of the zone. We run a gauntlet, Seth, of score breakers every single day. They're everywhere. We're all awake. We're not all aware. So, let's get aware, America. Get aware of our current mindset. Be aware of the weak link, your area of growth and your overarching attitude of self-discipline, concentration, optimism, relaxation, and enjoyment. Be aware of it. And if you want a little more details on SCORE, go to jimfannon.com. Up on the toolbar, there's uh, a little more information on the SCORE system. Uh, It's also in the blueprint. It, It works. And if you need personal help on getting your score level balanced in any arena of your life, well, you can ask Jim at jimfanna.com, or you can really get into some one-hour coaching. So uh, go out and have a zone day. And I, and I think for this week, pass it on. Pass it on. America, we can do better. But we need to look in the mirror, get our personal score level in check, and then influence other people to be their genuine authentic best self so be in the zone everybody seth have an incredible week be in the zone i know you're gonna be watching a lot of movies too there's some cool ones oh and one more thing that yes. dog movie what's up with that
2: uh, the, the dog movie
1: that the movie about the dogs the animated movie oh,
2: wes anderson isle of dogs
1: isle of dogs i i, yeah, I wanted to go see it this week and i need to go see that it's gotten pretty good reviews and uh, so anyway, go see the uh, dog movie, the Isle of Dog, Seth, uh, our resident uh, movie critic. <laughs> and get in the zone. It's the only place to be. Be in the zone, everybody.
0: This is a Landry football with Chris Landry. Quick fix on Radio Influence.
3: Late draft visits are going on, and I call them late draft visits. Teams are beginning uh, into their draft process. I know was on a couple of them this past weekend, so they're starting to take place around the league already. Uh, some are a little bit later because they've had maybe some meetings and have um, don't spend as much time leading up to the draft, but everyone is getting in fold here this week. Most have already been in. But the late draft visits or continuing and I bring this up because you know A well they're in meetings how do they do that well you will bring in certain guys towards the end you got 30 visits and you need to space them out so you can do everything that you can to to maximize visiting with these players and getting to know them as well as you can
0: Chris Landry brings you Landry football every week on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and of course, RadioInfluence.com.